Hello listeners and fellow Game Pass fans. Get yourself set and ready for your favourite unofficial Game Pass podcast, Game Pass News. So I'll hand you over to Nick and Sean and get the show started. Welcome to Game Pass News recorded June 16th, 2022. Sean and I are here after a whirlwind Sunday showcase where Xbox announced all kinds of stuff. We're going to break it down for you. We're going to chat about our favorite, our what's not our favorite, what was missing, what we thought of it. Also, I just want you to know that between Sean and myself, we have lost two and a half PS5s. People, you are listening to the biggest losing podcast ever, and you're going to like it. So for those of you who are like, what the hell is that guy talking about? Man, Sean and I are in the dad's after dark chubby bracket, and we are killing it. We are killing it with how many pounds, Sean? How many pounds have we lost? Uh, roughly 27 and a half pounds, which, as you Dang. rightly said, equates to about two and a half PS5s. Yeah. Yeah. Those PS5, fat the PS5. freaking PS5s. We've lost two and a half of them. <laughs> yep. Can you just imagine, like... I mean, where did they fit in here? I don't know where they fit in here, but they're gone now. Ain't coming back. Not Ain't many, coming back. Yeah. Not many, not many people realize how, where they do fit. You know, shops keep losing them off the shelves. So <laughs> I don't know if they were Nobody vertical or horizontal. I don't know how they were. I don't know. I don't know. Well, but either way, they're gone. Mine were definitely horizontal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's been a lot of fun. I have. Uh, I can't thank the dads enough for putting it on. I've uh, really enjoyed the competition and spurred me on to lose i've lost all my pandemic weight now i don't know what i was doing i was playing animal cross and eating donuts apparently i don't know i don't know what happened but that's that must be how it happened yeah. that that was definitely it, it was the uh animal crossing and just constant snacking yeah that's uh-huh. the uh yeah i know like literally i noticed so i have always had a fitbit charge got a new one when this thing just started that was a father's day present for me fitbit charge five when i went back on my fitbit app i realized 2019 September 2019 was the last time I ever logged into the app and put my weight in and I realized it was about that like in tw- in the beginning of 2020 which I just stopped wearing it. I was probably like he has moved four steps today. I was probably like now nah, we're just going to take this off. I don't need to see that. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, but if it counted island steps, should be well in a 20,000. <laughs> yeah, right. That guy was getting running around terror. <laughs> yeah, running around terraforming. Um, yeah, he did all the work for me. I just sat on the couch. I swear. Um, but hey, it is uh, it is P3 week, and Xbox did their big showcase. And Sean and I were on for most of it. Well, I was on for all of it. Sean was on for some of it. I don't know. We had some yeah, technical I issues. Had, oh, just yeah. A combination of too many people on the Wi-Fi, and then we've had a company in the area called KCOM, which have been digging up all the roads. Um, they work separately to, to British Telecom, um, mm-hmm. and they're pulling in all new fiber cables. They've had an argument. I've looked into this. They've, they've had an argument between themselves and British Telecom, who originally laid all the pipe work for the inter- like the network of cables for the internet, phone, and stuff like that, wouldn't let KCOM use their pipe work to run the, their new fiber cables through. So they're basically having to dig up and go lay a complete new pipe and pull fiber in, and they're now getting to the point where they're slowly connecting everything up. And they kind of issued a, like a letter came around and were like, oh, we're really sorry for any disturbances that you've had in the last so many days. Uh, this is due to us 
but they are bringing us like ultra ultra fast so it'll be like i should i've been promised up to like 250 megaseconds so that is fantastic as a guy now i don't know how i don't know how nice they are over there but as a guy who does construction uh not not too long ago i had to call miss dig for the city because we were tapping a, we were tapping into um uh, a well line uh a public well line and so i called miss dig all they came out and laid all these colorful flags and i i drive up and this guy is like like sawing right past one of the flags and i'm like hey i was like hey is that is that not important and he's like and he's like no that color just means informational lines it's no big deal and i was like all right all right that's how you want to look at it i guess we don't care about those as long as we don't hit the gas lines we're fine okay i can see that so so the neighborhood probably totally lost lost uh cable or something like that but uh you know gas was done we're all good uh, so yeah, I don't know if you guys are like that over there, but that's how the city guy was when it came to the information lines. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a hole to be dug, they'll just dig it. And it's, yeah. It, like, yeah. Oh, I, can, good I, can stuff. Remember, I can remember as a kid, they were doing some work, um, on my parents' street. And I, I can remember like them coming, running down the street and they're all like, oh, don't use your water. Don't use your water. And they'd like, they'd hit them like the main line and the mm. sewage line at the mm-hmm. same time. And they were kind of just doing this. Oh my God. <laughs> geez. Yeah. It's the worst, man. It's the worst. All right. Well, enough talk about um, the chubby bracket and about uh, how people don't know how to dig in the ground. Let's talk about the Xbox showcase. Sean, man. So there were, it started out with Redfall. And just yeah. before we get hey, going, guys, we're not going to go over every single game. So don't, if you're listening, you're like, oh, my God, I've heard this 10 times. We're not going to do that. We're going to hit the highlights, uh, and we're just going to kind of chat about the the big stuff and then some of our favorites and surprises and all that jazz. And then we'll grade it at the end. So so what what was your thought, man, about, about Redfall? What did you think? Um, my initial worry when I saw it was, is this going to be like Left 4 Dead, where you're kind of, you're on rails, basically. Mm-hmm. And you've got to go through the level a certain way and enemies are going to come at certain times and you're going to kind of get used to it. And then when I watched the extended showcase and they sat down with Mr. Bethesda and were like, oh, well, break this down for us. And he went into detail about, you know, every time you play this game, it's going to play completely different. There's multiple angles that it can come from. The map is wider. So you're not as fixed to go the one path all the time. Mm-hmm. There's obviously going to be key points in the game where you are a little bit on rails because you've got to hit those for the story. But the abilities that each character has means that they have had to open that up because you've got the guy with the sniper, you've got the brute who uses the shield to go through, stuff like that. Um, so there's lots of different aspects to the game that I'm excited for. It looks really interesting. I just hope that it's met very well because you're going to have the people that played played Pack for Blood and Left for Dead come at it and be like, right, okay, give me something new. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that's for sure. I, I was pleased with the art style. Being a guy that's not real big into the horror, the art style. I meant to go back and look at it just to confirm if my thought was right. It kind of reminded me of like a Sea of Thieves, like a grittier Sea of Thieves. Like it's, it wasn't, it's not, the CGI trailer was very, hor- it seemed very horror, at least, you know, so when I say CGI trailer, I'm talking about the the last showcase, the 2021 showcase when this was first showed off, we got no gameplay, it was just a CGI trailer. Um, and I thought, mm, that's probably not going to be for me. But uh, as I looked at it, as I looked at it uh, on Sunday, I thought, all right, yeah, I can play this and I, I can really get into 
partying up maybe with some people and they did say you could play alone really narrative heavy game which made me excited I'm, i was happy to hear about that you're not just wandering around shooting people um there's an actual story to it so that excites me um i did hear some unfortunate news um ooh. about the the campaign being locked to the person that's the host yes yes i heard yeah. that i don't remember who or where i heard it from but i saw that um, yeah, I've seen that too today. So, so what they're saying there is that the progression for the game, if you play as a group, is locked to whoever is the host. So, good news for the host. Bad news if you play with a certain person and then they can't come and play for a while. You may you're gonna be you're gonna be replaying the same part of the game over and over. Yeah, so, that stinks, man. Like I it don't, does, but I don't get it. I, is it a lot? It, sh- it shouldn't take a lot to go through play the game and i mean trying to think now like with back for blood when we played that together for extra life as we got further through the game it unlocked those levels for me unlocked them for you you could go back and replay them you could start them from any point so now i understand how that's any more difficult now i'm not gonna lie i never went back to back for blood after uh after the extra life is does i mean are we griping about something i don't know are we griping about something that that is in every game or is this like a oops they overlooked this or for some reason couldn't figure this out for themselves i i really don't know the answer uh, to that question i think it's an oversight this i have seen this before um but this is definitely an oversight on their part which could be patched out they could yeah. quite easily do a local save patch quite easy so yeah i mean I don't understand why this is difficult. Like, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not obviously a programmer or anything, but it's like, hey, you got five accounts. You give them all the new updated save data when when they all or four, however many people are playing. Uh, you give all their cloud saves the new updated save data when they all log off wherever they're at. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't yeah. understand. Seems like something that now, they can still do. Is is that is that going to be an issue for somebody that's playing via xCloud? I mean, is there more work that you re- that's required for that? Like mm-hmm. constant service service shaking hands, and you've got the read write issues, and it's just a little bit more data to go through the network if you're playing via the cloud or after. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Save to the console. Yeah, but I was excited overall. I was very. I was kind of like. I, in fact, I even said it when I was like, well, you know, Starfield got delayed. Re- Starfield and Redfall got delayed. But really, who cares? It's really Starfield. But after seeing this, I was like, hey, I'm I'm in. I, I want to play this. I don't, I'd be excited. Uh, this was a kick to 2023 game. So um, and then we'll just go into the other headliner. I mean, there's no reason to uh, to wait. The other headliner game is uh, Starfield, which wasn't. Uh, well, they kind of did a sneak peek at it. And then they did the big dive at the very end they went through where they went through everything um so what what was what was your thoughts of starfield this is the first well the first real gameplay we saw we saw like some guy walk into a ship whatever that you know no but, uh, well in 2021 all we got was the was the engine trailer so we'd be we like you said we basically got an in-engine game footage yeah. of the guy or the main character walking into the trailer we got them sitting in the seat and then it cut to the the launch date, which obviously yeah. doesn't happen. <laughs> and then the um, guy slammed on the thing a little bit and, he went, and then it became 2023. We just didn't see that part. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so we saw that. And then this time around, we got the 15 minute full gameplay demo, which was really good. Mm-hmm. And I'm 
there's a, there's a little bit of everything for everybody in the game, which I think is great. And then they they talked about that more in the extended chat uh, on the 14th. And th- there's there's just a lot. There's so much to this game that's unreal. Mm-hmm. You've got from people from my point of view that likes a good first person shooter. You've got that aspect of it against the space pirates and aliens. Um, like, then you've got things like yourself for the crafting. Uh, you know, resource gathering and crafting. And then, you know, the whole customization thing for the ship, for your character, for, you know, I, I'm assuming there'll be a base build kind of thing that you've got to do. And we didn't really see a great lot of that if there was going to be anything. Um, so, yeah, there's just a lot. And then you've got all the dogfights in space, which, you know, takes you right back to Star Fox <laughs> and stuff like that. Or while it was, if you're UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm really excited for this game. And I and, and I wasn't before. You know, I I was one of the guys, you know, that are kind of that was kind of like, listen, I don't know what y'all are excited for because y'all don't even know what you got. So just chillax and find let wait, let's wait and see. Um and now that I've seen now that I see and have seen, I'm I'm excited for it. Like I I I really want to dig into it. There there are um, I know it's getting bagged on for some graphics that looked a little sketchy. Um, to be honest, I didn't see it, but then I'm not a graphics guy. I've said I say this almost every episode. Um, it looks like No Man's Sky, apparently. Also, not a big deal for me because I didn't play No Man's Sky, so all the better for me. See, uh, it looked nothing so. like No Man's Sky for me because there wasn't any giant penis shaped aliens. Mm. <laughs> there wasn't No Man's Sky. No now Man's I feel Sky like I need to play No Man's Sky. No, you wouldn't see that now. It's because it's been patched out that much that the game is completely different to day one release. So, yeah. But so then the, the 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 professor will have seen that. They'll have seen how bad No Man's Sky was received, and that's probably why they've gone back and gone. Hang on a second. That date's not realistic because we're going to end up putting out a turd that we're then going to have to con- continuously polish to try and make it at least a presentable turd. So they've gone back and gone, right, okay, let's take the turd, go clean it up, make it look less like less of a thing, maybe more of a decent game that we can actually release and have finished for people to look at. Now do you think this is gonna this is gonna get a Halo Infinite deal? Because this is going around that it's like well and I mean that actually in two ways. One, that uh the first way I mean it is if they is if it doesn't get released when they say it is and it actually gets pushed to holiday 2023, which is pretty much what happened to, to Halo Infinite. Um, or two, does it release and it's kind of, you know, bare bonesy and they're like, well, but we have seven patches planned for the next year, you know? Like, I don't know, you think uh, you think it's going to release on time and, and be a decent game? I think... I, I'm a little nervous about it, I won't lie. I think if it had come out on the date that it said, we would we would get the Halo Infinite treatment, as in, mm-hmm. like, okay, guys, we understand. We understand this game isn't as it was supposed to be, um, or as we hoped it to be. But we wanted to get this out to you so you could play it. In the meantime, we're going to do this, this, and this, and this over the next coming months. I think they've kind of gone back and gone. Halo didn't do very well with that. You know, free for free, you kind of dropped the ball a little bit there, but also gave people like the, the data the, basically it was a bit of research data for everybody else that let's not do that let's not cyberpunk the crap out of it or Halo mm-hmm. Infinite too mm-hmm. so that's what they're doing and I'm glad they're doing it because there's a lot to that game 
there is a lot to to look at, a lot to work on. There's a lot of aspects that could go wrong. There's a lot of aspects that could require a lot more work than needed. So, yeah, I'm glad yeah. that they're pushing it, and I don't think I can't see them pushing it again to because they they sound talked about this a lot. So. Listen, I, I ain't saying anything because I said there was no way I was getting pushed from 11, 11, 22. So I'm done. I'm good. I'll just I'll just not say anything until it, it actually they tell me they're actually going to come out with it. Um, that said, if I remove myself from the Twitter from the Twitter dumb, okay, and uh, you know because Twitter has trouble saying anything positive. Um, if I remove myself from that and I just go off my gut of what I've seen and what I what I've seen and what I saw, I'm I'm super pumped. Like. Factions, crafting, shooting, space. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, I want it. I want it all. I'm, 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 I'm there day one. I'm, I am, I am all in on Starfield now. So let's do it. Like it'll probably be a game I, I, I mean, play I, for a bazillion years. I mean, we did. We didn't do a live thing to the extended showcase because we we didn't. Feel, nobody wants to watch us watch people talk about their game. Yeah, but I made the joke saying when they like. You, you're, I can picture you with a mothership and a fleet of ships to do certain stuff. So I can see you with a mothership. You'll have, I know for a fact, you'll have a, a ship for mining. You'll have a ship because just, yeah, because I'm, I'm sorry with grounded, sorry with animal crossing. Mm-hmm. I know that you're a very organized kind of person when it comes mm-hmm. to resource building kind of games. So yeah, I can see that happening. I, I for me, I'll, really probably, I'll probably have just one ship that does everything because. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Now there are things that I, you know, I mean, we'll see more as, as more comes out. I, I, I'll, my hype level, my, my hype train will either come crashing down or it'll just speed up like a bullet. Um, we'll just have to wait and see, but yeah, that's what I want. Like I want, give me like a, a space garage where I can keep like five different spacecrafts that I can just have. And, and I'll just have a ridiculous amount of money and there will be some kind of Tom Nook that I'm just paying to to be able to upgrade whatever that guy's name is, I'm sure it'll be some fat alien looking guy if I if I can know how these things normally go, and he'll want a, like a bazillion yeah. space credits, and Jabba I will the, give them to him. Jabba the Nook. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Jabba the Nook. There's our there's our episode title right there. You did it. Um, um, yeah. I mean, there's a couple of things that we've not seen fully from this. Like, we haven't seen the multiplayer aspect. Hmm. So are you going to get like other people coming into your, you know, is it just going to turn into an open galaxy where you could meet other players and they are other space pirates or other people that you play in the game that you can come counter into? That was one of my things I was thinking. They didn't mention any form of multiplayer. I hope um, that it's not that. I really, I, yeah. I mean, I kind of, I don't mind that, but what I don't want to be doing is like flying my, I don't want it to be like a, well, if they want to do that, make it like Sea of Thieves where you can turn off the, the online, you know, you can be attacked or turn that on, like do something like yeah. that because I don't want to be out there putzing around with my mining ship and have it blown away. Like I just, that's not fun to me. I don't, let me play my game. I'm happy to play co-op. I'm happy to do something like that. I don't want to do some PVP game where I got to fight with my my ship just not that's not my shtick and we know the character doesn't speak yeah yeah we do know that found that out lots of nodding shaking heads yeah it's gonna be so weird and awkward right like i mean if there are dramatic moments you're like yeah 
You just, I, I, those things well, like drive me insane. I don't get it. It's like Zelda. Link never speaks. Mm-hmm. And that game is full of drama and suspense. It just kind of goes. Yeah. And it's weird. <laughs> it's awkward. And it doesn't always fit. I'm sorry. I love Zelda. Like, I do. But it doesn't always fit. Like, he goes through the most traumatic thing and they're like, good job. And the guy's like, you're like, that's a head nod. Sorry for all of you podcast <laughs> listeners. And you're like, what? What? Like, that's all you got? Like, I mean, I'd be like, this guy's got problems. I don't know. So that, yeah, that doesn't make sense to me in a AAA game like this. Um, we got no name for the currency. We were just kind of told that you to, this is, if you watch the extended chat for it, um, that if you want to be upgrading your ships, adding parts, buying them, making them bigger, you, you have to do a lot of mining and that yes. resource you then have to sell. So yeah. there's, there's gonna, this, this game is going to grind. I, I have a feeling mm-hmm. you're going to start with, you're obviously going to start with next to nothing, and it's a case of finding, grinding, working your way up, yep. which is good. I mean, if the game boasts like a thousand different planets. Yeah. Let's, like, let's that, do that it, man. Over, let's do it. Yeah. That was my other worry is, are they going to have different biomes? So are you going to have like, a center to this this is this solar system or this galaxy this array of planets does it have a center if it does is it the further you get away from the center like our solar system does it get colder is it the closer you get mm-hmm. to the center is it going to get you're going to see what dry barren planets is there going to be a healthy medium where you're going to see you know trees lots of different kind of animals um you know what do we do if we encounter water? Is there swimming? There was a lot of things that we didn't see. There's, mm-hmm. like, there's still like there's a lot of information to come out yet for me. Um, yeah, for sure. No, for it. I agree. I need to see more. I like I said, my 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 hype train right now is kind of climbing. You know, before it was stationary. Everybody else was like, yeah, and I was like, I haven't seen anything. Now it's going and it's going fast. It's like it's it's moving. But okay, my character talks. That kind of like mm, all right. And then, like, now we just learned just recently, Bethesda said, okay, there's no landing. Like, you're either in space or you're on ground. Uh, they're, uh, well, not on ground, but there's no transition between the two. I don't know how to say this, Sean. But we saw yeah, him flying so, so, around, right? So, so you can fly you, you around leave, the planet. Yeah, so when you leave the ground and you enter, you're flying around in the atmosphere of the planet that you're on. Yes. That's okay. You can do that. But as soon as you go from atmosphere to stratosphere to space, you're going to get the whole Starlink cutscene through and then open back into open world. kind of you've got control. Now, see, if it's Starlink style, I'm actually okay with that. Because in my head, it's like, I want to go to space. And he's just like, does this thing. And then there's like a loading screen. See, it's like the unknown, right? Like, I, I'll make it as shitty as possible in my head because that's just how I am. Um uh, and so, yeah, if it, if it, if they do that Starling thing where you kind of just, you, you get to the edge of the atmosphere and then it kind of flies in and all of a sudden, boom, you're there. I loved that. Like I, I was all in on that. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'd take, I'd take something like that and I'd be okay with it. Um, yeah. That, so, that's again, it. that's another reason why I think it's getting pushed because they're going to put those little polishes on. It's probably gone the the game as it is now. Has probably gone to a bunch of people to be tested, and they're like, "Yeah, this loading skill screen kills the feel for mm-hmm. the flying aspect. Go away and do something different with it." Yep, yep, I'd agree. Yeah. So, well, I hope, I hope it makes it's uh, it's it's sometime in the first half of twenty twenty three marker. 
but uh, we we shall we shall see. So those those are like the two big ones that we wanted to see. Sean, I I want to know what uh, and we'll we'll go back and forth. What are, what are our top five games from the show? So you give me your first, and then I'll and then I'll jump in. Um, Forza Motorsport Seven is my like I am really excited for that. They've done a lot. I'm excited and nervous. <laughs> I'm excited because they've done things like, you know, as the track rubbers in, you know, um, different surface temperatures of the track completely all the way the car handles. So that's great because in, in previous games, <clears throat> if it's rain, if you've got if you're on a rainy track, yeah, it's a little bit more slidey. If it's a dry track, it's just a track. That's it. Where they've gone to the point where you know, the rain crosses over to the dry. You're going to have the dry line coming off the dry line affects our car handles. But then also, if it's a dry track and it's really warm, you know, the car's not the car's going to behave different to a track like. Um, trying to figure this out, I can say that. So if you were doing, uh, like it's somewhere in the Emirates. It's really, really hot. Track surface temperature of like 45 degrees. The tires are going to wear really quick, but the track will rubber in quickly, so the, the car will eventually grip better uh, after a, a shorter period of time. Where if you came to Silverstone in the UK with an average surface temperature of like 25 degrees when you know, cars are usually racing around Silverstone, tire wear is limited, is, is a lot less, but the track takes a lot longer to evolve. So you your time per lap slowly over a period of time gets quicker and quicker so i'm glad that they've added that aspect because for me personally who's watched formula one for the last you know three decades in a bit um that's a really big important part when it comes to the strategy of a racing simulator that's great my worry after that is that have they gone so far into developing all this that there's going to be things that they've inherently missed or stuff that just makes it very difficult to try and get your head around how to set the cars up and play and stuff like that. So there's a lot to cover. I'm really excited for and at the same time really nervous about because they say they've made 48 different changes to the game. So yeah, just just based on how the cars handle. All the shiny stuff, right? Like, I mean, they were just like, like all, like all the shiny, mirrory, ray tracingy, all the. I mean, man, they they couldn't have showed you more. Are you at all nervous? This is the only thing that I thought maybe they could have told us a little bit more about, <laughs> and maybe y'all don't care about it because I'm I'm not a racer. Um, the environment, like they kept talking about Maple Valley, and I'm like, well, but wait, is it just one? It's obviously not just one track, but what? It's all in this Maple Valley, and there's like they showed this carnival. And they kept, and then they showed, and then they went back to a waterfall like ten times. It seemed like I was just kind of like, was, "What is going on with the environment here? Like where where it's located?" I think they were just showing off. That's the one, like that's one track. So on a race day, you can kind of uh, when like when I went to Silverstone a couple of years back with Lindsay, um, it was a whole weekend ordeal. So we went down on the Friday afternoon. We stopped like in a hotel nearby, but as you were there, there was a whole fairground kind of thing. Loads of stalls. There was a big stage with like different music acts on and stuff like. So it was really like a big festival as well as this race, mm-hmm. and it showcased lots of different things. So I think they're trying to bring that kind of atmosphere in around the track. They're trying to bring a little bit of Forza Horizon, the whole festival carnival kind of thing, 
but to the track. So then when you're driving around, you ha- you aren't kind of just got this, oh yeah, that's a tree, but it looks just like a cardboard cutout stuck over here. They're kind of trying to give you a little bit more of a visual wow as you're driving around. So the, the game kind of feels a little bit more rewarding to play rather than just a racing simulator, which for me, I hope you can turn that down because if that changes how the car looks graphically and people that, if this does ever play on the Xbox One, which I can't remember if it showcased that or not, um, they're going to really struggle and be a massive disadvantage, like graphic wise. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm really I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see what kind of cars they have, what kind of different because like they had all different kinds of events. There was drift, like drift racing. There was rallying. There was um, like you know different shapes and sizes of cars i'm just mm-hmm. i'm really interested in i'm hoping they bring like a go-kart aspect to it because i love a bit of go-kart racing as well so oh. yeah i can't i can because gran turismo did that you had a whole go-kart series in gran turismo which i thought was fantastic mm-hmm. to do because they're a lot more fun to race for like younger people so they can do that and i can kind of get logan excited about it that'd be quite fun nice nice um, all right, so one of my top five games, and I remember when we say top five, we've already talked about Redfall and Starfield, so not 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 including those. One of my top five games, um, this is going to come to no surprise to Sean, was Lightyear Frontier, which is like this random game that probably nobody cares about, uh, but I am super interested because you're farming in space, and I, I will do that all day long. Um, the only reason if this drop next to Starfield, that might be the only reason I don't, I don't spend a lot of time with it, but it looked cool. You're in this little robot mech thing. You're making gardens. You're doing all kinds of stuff. People are like, why the hell is this in Nick's top five bill? Because that's just the kind of gamer I am. I love that kind of stuff for some odd reason. Um, so I, I am all for this. Um, it did, it was in, uh, the initial 2022 picture in, in Xbox's graphic, it was in 2022 then they moved it to 2023, so I think that was just a mistake they made um, when they put out the graphic. Is my is my initial thought on that? Um, so, yeah, but that I don't. I, they really didn't show a lot of it, but that is uh, that's a game that I'm like I'm I'm in on that. Let me, give me some more of that. So, yeah, I mean, it does look it. It, it looked <clears throat> interesting. It looked different compared to like other resource and build kind of things. Actually, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I'm down for that. What's your number two, Sean? Uh, my number two is going to be <laughs> going to the racing again, but the um, DLC for Forza Horizon Five. Mm-hmm. I was that, when that came out, and like you did that middle car that the Chevy pulled forward, and like you just saw the Hot Wheels logo, and then like you expanded a little bit further, and you could see the orange truck. I was like, yes, this is Ace. This is going to be like a game that I can just sit and play arcade style. And like Logan will be really happy because I can drive around as the Bajar Bone Shaker. She's one of his favorite Hot Wheels cars. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm excited for it. And then when we watch the extended one, they're on like couples of different tracks. You know, you get yep. tracks with ice, tracks with magnets. You mm-hmm. know, they're bringing all the different biomes that are in the game. So you're going to be going through like waterfalls and up in the clouds over the rocky areas. Um, yeah, it looks great. It looks like a lot of fun. The fact that I can like reuse the cars that I've already got in Forza that I've like unlocked and like, upgraded and tinkered around with is great. The fact that there's a custom track builder, which I know we got you'd be really excited yeah. about. Yeah, I was I was pumped about that. 
Um, um, it just adds a completely different aspect to the game. Mm-hmm. So, and it's kind of like it's kind of like Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto, when it started out with the online racing series that they did, you could only race on like the streets, and then they were like, let's add being able to make ramps and tracks like weaving in and around around the buildings. It's like that, but just purely racing. So it should hopefully done not be able be done a lot better. Now, as I saw this, this is like set above the environment, right? Above like yeah. like yes, Mexico, yeah, basically. And, and yeah, and they they talked about this in the extended, basically just saying it's a way of taking the game from the ground and going into the sky. As I think it's great. I think I, as a guy, like I said, I'm not I'm not big into racing. I did have fun with Forza uh, for for a hot second, and then I kind of moved on. But uh, I think it's fun that in this in the, they have you know their Forza Motorsports, which is like listen, we'll we'll let you know about the track and about what paint piece you scrape off and all this jazz. And then you have this gamer who's like, listen, there's a there's a Hot Wheels track above the above Mexico now. Don't don't think about it too much. Just really have a lot of fun. I just think that's great. I'm like, don't yeah, don't take don't be too serious about this. Let's just have a lot of fun driving cool cars around on awesome tracks. Totally down. I think this that. speaks I think this is a homage to the fact that you've got playground games with the name Playground Games have made the fun aspect of a fantastic motorsport series. And then turn ten, which are really heavily focused on making it a simulator. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's really good. Um and I can see them doing a lot more with this. It's like they could bring in like not only different tracks, but all the stunt pieces. So you could have like, you know, all the different stunt pieces, all the different Hot Wheels cars that you could unlock. You could go down the route of like, the monster trucks because there's a whole side to that. Um, so, yeah, it's like they've taken Hot Wheels Unleashed, the game, and gone, let's make this better <laughs> by... Mm-hmm giving it to a company that runs a racing game and see where they go with it. So, and it's a great partnership to see Hot Wheels come into the Xbox. So. Yeah. Yeah. hundred um, percent. So my number two, and this one actually is a little bit of surprise. I said this with, with Tim on Sunday, I'll say it again. Y'all, not everybody likes your gruesome CGI's. So, you know, maybe when you, when you do a trailer, have it look look more like a little bit more like the game, um, Flintlock. And when I saw like the Flintlock trailer, I was like, mm, "That's probably not for me." And it was just like a CGI thing. I was like, "That I like the idea of it, but it looks a little too uh, it looks a little too a little too gruesome for me." But man, I I really am interested in this game now after watching the gameplay trailer and what it was I. I I think I can play this. I think I'm in on this and I want to see it. Uh, I want to see. Yeah, I just I just want to get my hands on it and see what it's like. Um, It might be a little too daunting. uh, Just I don't know. It'll depend on what time of year, what time of the year it is and what what's all around it, which is going to be the story with a lot of these. I mean, I mean, how many of these 2023 games? Flintlock seems like it's going to be, you know, a 40 plus hour game. How many of these games are like 40 plus hours that are coming out in 2023? It's like, oh my gosh. Um, I don't know. Seems It seems a little crazy. We could almost do with a second pandemic just to get through all these games. <laughs> no, Sean, don't ever say that. No, I love you very much, <laughs> but don't ever say that again. That was too dark. <laughs> um, 
Plus, I don't want to put on these like 17 pounds that I just lost. Come on. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm really interested in Flintlock. Uh, I want to see more about what, what that, what that's all about. What's your number three? Um, my number three is Minecraft Legends. Like, uh huh. I'm really excited to see what this game is because so far I currently scored nothing from our predictions and our guest Tim won because yeah. he, he was the only one that actually predicted anything that happened. Yep, yep. Um, so I kind of want to see what this is and it's it's good. It's a completely different take on the on, on Minecraft. They've, they've taken it in a different direction. So Yeah, I I am really interested in this. I think it could be a fun game to play with Noah possibly. Um, it does kind of has a it, it it seems like it might have a dragon quest builder side to it, but they said real time strategy, which I didn't understand. Like I was a little confused. I was like, wait, I see this guy running around. He's swinging a sword like I don't get the real time. Like when I think of real time strategy, I think of uh, uh, I just left my brain. But I don't know. It's just not not this game. Does it, it didn't it didn't it didn't show like a real time strategy game. So I, I want to know what they mean by that. And and how that how that plays out. Well, from, uh, from see, I instantly think real time strategies like Zelda, like Breath of the Wild, where you you're approaching something, you've kind of got to see how it happens, you've got to react to what's going on, and and think about okay, if I come straight at this guy, he's bigger than me, he's gonna like just bowl straight through me. But if I attack from a distance and use the different stuff that I can craft, like you do in Breath of the Wild, where you use the like the balloons and bombs and stuff like that and you that kind of stuff because with minecraft you can craft stuff and you can make trap you could make traps you can make weapons is is it that kind of you use what you have in your inventory to kind of aid you in in the situations that you have but you've got to kind of think about it there and then okay all right that's just not how i view it i view it as like those top-down strategy games where it's like it's not civilization, obviously, because that's turn-based, but it's like everything's going at once, and you're selecting units, and you're moving them over here. There's a game in my head that I just can't think of the name of, um, and you, you're Clash just... Clash of Clans. <laughs> what? Um, Clash, Clash of Clans was one that was like that, where you were attacking yeah. the base, and you had to kind of... Yeah, think. so that's kind of what I think of when I think of real-time strategy. It's a different way of viewing it, but I, I mean, I see what you're saying. So, yeah, but I'm, I'm interested as well. Be great to see what this one's all about. Yeah, it was just... It's just different. Um, mm-hmm. I, think I played Minecraft for a bit. I have I tried to play Dungeons on the Switch, but didn't enjoy it. Um, so I'm interested to see what they've done with this. All right, my next one um, from Asobo Studios, uh, Plague Tale Requiem. Um, I have not played Plague Tale yet, but I'm I'm very excited to do so. I was going to play it after Will of the Wisps, um, which I'm almost done with. I think I'm almost done with it. I think I've said that like three or four times now. But um, this time I really think I'm almost done with it. Um and so I'm excited for it because it, it looks great. It showed great. Uh, it's got like stealthy fun elements. Uh, I, I was all about it. Uh, looks like there's going to be a great story there. Um, I'm also excited for it because it's a game that's coming out at least, I think, sometime soon. So that's great, too, because there was a lack of those games coming out sometime soon. So, uh, yeah. That's yeah, my... I don't know. I've watched that many different trailers now. Um, I, I don't think this one piqued my interest. I think at this point I was kind of like, I don't understand what the game is and what you're going to be doing because mm-hmm. the trailer was quite narrative to what was happening. So yeah, 
Yeah, and I, you know, to be fair, I it just seems like a game I would absolutely love. Um, so I'm 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 down for this one. I want to get the first one under my belt quickly here, just in case they release a. I'm assuming they're going to release like a July-ish date. That's what I'm assuming they're going to do. But we'll see if that comes true. Yeah, there's there's some. I can't remember you messaged me earlier about it saying there's going to be a an event on the 23rd. Mm-hmm. That's going to yeah. Maybe- Focus Home day. Entertainment. I don't know if that's the public. No, that doesn't make sense. This is a Microsoft Studio, isn't it? I think it was a Microsoft Studio. I'm like 100% sure. Um, uh, yeah, it is. This yeah, is okay. one of the only ones that appeared. Yeah, because they make Flight Simulator as well, I believe. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so they can't be the publisher. I don't know what Focus Home Entertainment is, but they're having an event on the 23rd and they're featuring it. I don't know. One of the 5 million Summer Game Fest IGN of, gam- of Summer Gaming, whatever. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah. so yeah, I, I have to, all I'm doing is like a certain period, like maybe two or three times through the day at the moment, I'm just going on the, the Xbox YouTube page and refreshing it and being like, have they added a new video? That's a great what point. Do I need to know about. That's a good, that's a good so. way to do that. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Cause yeah, it's confusing. There's a ton of shit and I can't keep up with any of it. So all right, I can... and game, um, game spot as well as a YouTube channel is really good to get information from and keep looking at those too because that's kind of like showing everybody so by the way just a shout out to my co-host here who has made a one two three eight tab google sheet with like pretty much breaking down everything that happened this last couple of weeks he did a, an amazing job um i i take <laughs> no credit and i uh i love every bit of it it looks amazing so uh what's your number four man number four game number four um can i pick one that wasn't on the actual main showcase and was oh my god how dare you do this to me sure i don't care do whatever you want it's your um, show i the texas chainsaw massacre game that was shown in the extended showcase i'm actually quite excited for really it it plays yeah it plays like the movie and i'm a big fan of the original movie so yeah maybe if you that run around that. enough you'll find dan he's somewhere in that state i don't know <laughs> but yeah i'm excited for that it's um it's gonna be interesting i mentioned it to jay and she was really excited and i was like she's like when's, when's it coming out and i was like hey, it's coming out uh 2023 she was kind of oh, great thanks thanks for that <laughs> i was like i'm really sorry i'm really sorry it's not coming out any sooner so yeah he plays um how the game how the movie goes through from the trailer and that's it's just gonna be fun so and i'm a big fan of like horror series and there was mm-hmm. a lot in the original um, Summerfest showcase that first dropped, there was a lot of horror games. So, you know, for a horror game fanatic, this next two, like, next 18 months is going to be brilliant. Awesome. Yeah, um, there definitely is a ton of horror games. For I mean, if that's your jam, then you're good to go for a good long time. Uh, we're getting we're getting down here and it's uh, it's getting a little tough. I'm not going to lie. Uh, there's a, there, there's a handful of games I like, I thought five would be enough, but, um, I am going to go, uh, the case of Benedict Fox. Um, and I know you're interested in this one as well. Um, this is the Metroidvania side scroller type of deal. I don't know a ton about it. Um, yeah, but it looks like it. It looked re- it. It showed really well. I was. I'm just really interested in it, and so 
Yeah, the art style was really nice, and I like yeah. the fact that it you know it's a well dressed gentleman rather than a female running around in a spacesuit or like Hollow Knight and Ari, you know, some kind of creature of some description bouncing mm-hmm. around. You, this is like you've just got a guy in a suit. So. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm down for that again. It's spring 2023, like every other game I've chosen. So there you go. Except for Plague Tale, <laughs> which is which is half the reason why I want it now. It's great. Um, all right. What's the next one for you? Next one for me is we're gonna go if we're going down the road of Metroidvania kind of stuff. Um, is uh, Hollow Knight Silk song? Ah, yes. So I'm re- I'm really enjoying Hollow Knight still on the Switch when I'm not busy playing Mario Strikers and jumping in and out of that to try and get that finished. Um, and I'm quite interested in seeing like why this character is now used in the game rather than the little dude. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think they're actually going to give you that story? You, they're not going to tell you that story. They're not going to give me nothing. I mean, it, I was kind of hoping you haven't finished the game and I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're playing the game, waiting for it to spell you out what the hell is going on. You keep waiting. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. You just keep waiting because it, it does not. Okay. I'm sorry. If that's, if that's a, if that's a spoiler, then, then let's show be it. But, uh, it's, uh, yeah. yeah but, but in, in terms of gameplay, they, they showed some stuff off. And I think like, even you said, this has got like a Metroid dread feel to it. That oh kind yeah. It looks like they've, they've really amped up the, uh, the battle side of things. Mm-hmm. So. This game's damn harder than Metroid Dread, and I'm—I mean, I—I've beat them both. I've beat well, obviously not Silk Song, but I beat—I uh, beat the first Hollow Knight. I beat Metroid Dread. Hollow Knight was harder for sure, hundred percent. Um, more punishing, less forgiving, all those things. Uh, harder combat, blah 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 blah. Um, I am utterly freaking blown away that we got this gameplay for Silk Song on Microsoft. So happy that it's day and date on Game Pass. But why the hell have we yet to get a date for this thing? I mean, give me. I, know. I, I don't get anywhere. It. Yeah. Yeah. I People, I don't get this. Uh, 2019, we saw gameplay of this thing at a Nintendo Treehouse. Now, this is why I what? think we haven't seen anything yet. Because Nintendo are yet to do their event. They are nowhere. There is no date. There's no sniff of a date. There's nothing. So uh-huh. I think Nintendo are going to give us the date for this. Mm, that could and be. I think, and I think because it's 2019 <clears throat> and the game looks pretty much done and polished in the gameplay that we're seeing, I've got a feeling that they're going to go, and it's available today. Oh, you think? Yeah. Ooh. And then as soon as they say it's available today, it'll go click. Game Pass. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome. I'm down for that. Um uh yeah, somebody you, just you, needs you to want to write that up as a prediction. <laughs> yeah. Somebody just needs to call Nintendo headquarters and tell them to stop counting their money and uh actually, you know, put on this put on the show. I think that's what they're doing. They're just like they keep they keep printing money over there with their switch and it's like they just they just keep counting that money. Um but uh yeah, I I that would be awesome. So possibly I could see that. Um, I got lost. Was that your number four? I don't happen. Is it no, my that turn? Was, that was my. That, that was your number. F- oh yeah, I'm lost too. <laughs> that was our number four. That's what we're gonna say. Man, we should have put a counter up here or something. I'm pretty sure that was our number four. 
Um, and if I'm wrong, then, well, just deal with it. Um, number five. Um, just so the people don't keep, like, on this document we've highlighted, like, in the showcase all the way down, all the different, in different colors, all the games that we're really excited for together, and then all what we're excited for, like, individually, and we're kind of now running out of those games. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Aura History Untold. I may not like this game at all. I'm going to say <laughs> that's a great way to start out, right? Um, listen, civil. Uh, it looks like a civilization game to me. It really does. It looks like Microsoft said, let's make a civilization game. Here it is. I don't know if that's what it is or not. I really I really have no idea. But the one thing I will say is civilization on a console usually sucks. Okay? I mean, I, I don't know. I love consoles. I play on consoles predominantly. But uh, when, I play, when I have played civilization, it's been on a computer, and that's where it's best. Um, if they can figure out a, if it is like civilization, they can figure out a way to make that work and, uh, make console not feel cumbersome. And like, and you know, my, my guys are being attacked over on the right hand side. I'm like trying to get over there. It's not happening. I don't know. It's annoying. Um, now age of M, um, yeah, no, that's never mind. Um, so yeah, that's, I want to see what this game is. It's piqued my interest. Um, I wouldn't say I'm excited for it yet, but I would say it's piqued my interest. Yep. Um, let me just flick through where the day of the devs. My huge freaking mm-hmm. list of mm-hmm. games. Um, for Fall Guys, did it? Why did it? Why is Fall Guys not on that list? It definitely got shown. Or am I just being dumb? I don't think it did. It got shown. It got shown in the extended showcase that there's Halo Infinite and uh, and a crossover. It I don't did. think it got showed oh. in the showcase. Okay, so I'm going to take that from the one. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'm really excited for Fall Guys and the fact. I mean, I think you called it um, as a prediction, so you could take this one um, during the. When did you call it? You can't remember. You- you definitely mentioned that you think there's going to be some form of Halo content just for the Xbox version. Oh, anyway. yeah, I probably did. I didn't make it a prediction, though, unfortunately. All my predictions yeah. were flushed down the toilet. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> so, no, flushed I'm excited for Fall toilet. Guys, and I'm even more excited than the fact that there's Halo skins just to show for the fact that the guy that's playing it is a Game Pass enthusiast. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm super pumped to see how Fall Guys plays. It's free. I uh, played on the Switch. It's cross-platform, cross-everything. I'm, I'm a fan of all that crossing. Uh, means I can play it up there, uh, play it up on my Switch, play it down here on my Xbox. Bing, bang, boom. I think I think it's all great. Um, is that my last one? I think it is. I think we're done. That was Surprises. Yeah. All right, I will start this one off. My top three, or my first of three top surprises I'm going to take a, th- a swath of games here, okay? Um, <laughs> does, it does not mean that I'm excited for it. It's not my shtick. I don't necessarily care about it. But the Riot Games collection, for me, I am super surprised about and super excited as a Game Pass enthusiast. Because, man, if you want, if you want more people on Game Pass... These games are, like, beloved by many, many millions of people. And they could not have done a better job to say, hey, 
these games that are only PC, yeah, now they're console and they're Xbox and they're Game Pass. Go for it. I think I think that was a brilliant move. It, it was not a move for me. I I probably will play them once or twice just to get a feel for the games because to be fair, I say I don't like them. I ain't never really played them. Um, but I wouldn't mind hopping in just to see what uh, what it's all about so that I have some idea. Um, I'm a little bit knowledgeable, but to me, that was a huge surprise and also a brilliant move on Xbox's part. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they seem the guy who presented that section seemed really excited and quite enthusiastic mm-hmm. about the, the relationship they were going to have. So, yeah, that's for sure. Um, High on Life, High on Life was my first big surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as I heard Marty's voice, I was like, really and then like the extended look into it and you got to kind of like see the developers chatting who have never made a game well they have made games they've just made very small indie games and then to make this like as they called it a triple i rather than a triple a third party Mm -hmm. game they're a triple i third party game um is great i like the story behind it that the You've got to take out um, basically alien gangsters um, using an array of guns that talk. And it's the guns that you collect that help you do it because they're the things that you're trying to save. It's just, yeah, it's crazy. It's a crazy looking game. Apparently there's loads of different like little Easter eggs hidden in there. So if you try and like break the game, so push the game to, to try and break it, Apparently, they've tried to test every single aspect of that. And every time you do it, there's like something will happen to tell you that, okay, yeah, you've tried, but no, we are aware of this. Go back, go away. And apparently, it's quite a funny thing that happens. (laughs) So I'm really excited for that. I'm excited that there's three guys that have kind of gone and thought about everything that people might try and do and gone, let's make it funny for that. Let's make it. So, yeah, I'm excited for this. I'm excited for it. uh, And I didn't mention it in the top five to be excited for because I was also surprised. I had no idea this game was coming. So Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really, I think it's, uh, I also, the guns look hilarious. Like you said, I'm, I'm down for this one. Um, definitely looks like something I will be trying out. Uh, my second surprise, I'm going to take a couple again. I'm going to take obsidian entertainment as my surprise. These guys are amazing coming out with this, this big avowed game. Uh, they, they have just dropped, they've just taken grounded out of preview and, and it's now a full game. I'd love to go back and check this, these, these people out, the uh, grounded out, but I'm probably not. Cause I have put so much time into grounded already. Um, and then they came out with this game called Pentiment. I love these guys for what they're able to do. Like they, they, they do not put themselves in a box when it comes to game development. Um, they're always out doing different things, different games, different looks. Uh, this Pentiment game, I don't know if it's, I don't, I'm not going to say I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's not a game for me, but I really appreciate Obsidian for, as a, as a develop, as a developer and the fact that they, they do so many different things and many of them do stick with me. I don't know if Pentiment's going to be one of them, but, uh, but I think they're, I think they're a really cool developer. Good Microsoft studio to have. Yeah, definitely. Um, my surprise was seeing the Persona collection. Ah, uh, yeah. It's not, it's, it's not a set of games that I'm going to play, but I know they get talked about a lot in the Discord and in the world of the Nintendo dads. So I know they're 
that they're pretty stoked and excited. Um, there's somebody that played like 30% of the game on the PS5 that now has an Xbox. So he's going to go back to playing it through on the Xbox. So, yeah, yeah um, that was a bit of a surprise. I'll just, I, I did that whole thing. I think it's awesome. Not for me, but <clears throat> when they do come out, we need to get somebody on here who uh, who is a Persona guy. We can pick their brain and talk to them and um, maybe we can get uh, maybe we can get John on here. He's been he's uh, he's been playing one right now. I was now. just about to say yeah yeah. We'll, we'll, the, uh, we'll get one half of the dads. I said we might get them both. That'd be an interested in. <laughs> True would just be like, what the hell am I doing here? I don't play these games. I can I can hear it already. Um, uh, oh, no, but some of these games like Diablo, um, for your know, Persona games and stuff like that. There is a couple of games in this list that he has played. <laughs> yeah, he loves Diablo. That's right. Um, all right, so final final deal for me, final surprise would would be uh, the Hideo Kojima game. Um, I, you know, it, it was it had been rumored for a good long time that uh, that was good, that that was happening, but the fact that they brought him out to kind of mention that they're making this game, it's going to be on the Azure platform. Uh, it's it's a completely new IP. Um, I think I think it was it was Microsoft's way to say, listen. Kojima is not Kojima Studios is not a PlayStation studio. They're independent. And yes, we're working with them. So shut up. Uh, and so because, man, every time I go on Twitter, it's like it's like, oh, look, the Kojima Studio logo is right next to the PlayStation logo. So they are a PlayStation studio. And so uh, I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was hilarious. And, uh, you know, I, I'm interested to see what this what this game looks like which we probably won't see anything for until like 2025 so there you go yeah uh, and then when you do see it and knowing his previous catalog of games it probably won't be a game that you play <laughs> probably not that's true 100 percent true yep mm-hmm. but uh another good get by microsoft so definitely my final thing that dropped that completely surprised the hell out of me is we, we watched the whole of the Microsoft Flight Simulator DLC, like the five. Well, it's not DLC; it's the fiftieth anniversary version mm-hmm. of the game. Um, with all like the Wright's brothers playing, there's a couple of other famous planes and stuff that, that were in there. And then that kind of faded out, and then the Halo music started, and you got to see like, which is this is out now as well. Um, you, you can fly the aircraft from Halo in a Halo world in Flight Simulator. I think that's great. I think that's really, really cool. Um, I'm not going to try it because I don't. I just don't do well with flight simulators at all. Um, mm-hmm. But just a really nice surprise drop. It's like, ah, well done. You you spend loads of time working really, really hard on this 40th edition, which in the extended showcase they kind of talked about a lot, and they had a really good like tour around the the airbase with the actual planes that they they showcased um, in the. Yeah, twelve showcase. Mm-hmm. Um, so for them to have been doing something else at the same time, working with Free for Free and getting all that kind of data across the, mm-hmm. across is really cool. So I have not played it, and I will give you, I will tell you why, Sean. An update to my life: I bought the Legend of Zelda Joy Cons. I know you're going to be like, "Where the hell is he going with this?" But it all it all inter- it all comes <laughs> back around. I promise. I bought the Legend of Zelda Joy Cons. Because I had a Joy-Con addiction back in the day. I have since come out of the Joy-Con addiction and realized that I don't really need this many Joy-Cons. Because I have far too many Joy-Cons. And I never opened them. That's I was kind of like right there. I, I looked at them and I was like, I don't, I don't need these, Nick. I have like 
I have so many pairs of Joy-Cons, it's ridiculous. So I shoved them in on the shelf and never opened them. So I am now going to sell those and buy um, what is like a medium range uh, flight stick. So that's my that's what I'm doing. So I'm not going to touch Flight Simulator again because I really didn't enjoy with uh, didn't enjoy my my time with it. it. The the controller is just not precise enough for for that type of game, and I I wasn't having a great time. Um, I had a flight stick back in the day uh, when I played it on PC, and so I'm uh, going to buy another one of those so that I can get the most enjoyment out of it. And then I will work down here just like I did in college when I studied. I'll work down here. <laughs> I'll take a I'll take a plane trip over to where Sean lives, and I'll just I'll literally let it fly in real time while I'm just hanging out down here doing my thing. Um, I can play it on the cloud now, which is fantastic. I don't have to worry about uh, I don't have to worry about it taking up a bazillion gigabytes on my hard drive so yep that's my plan and then i'm gonna jump back into the cloud once i get my once i get my flight stick nice that's ace all right that that is all of our surprises we went through a lot of the games there are some that are still out there if you're interested that you know that you can watch i'm sure you've watched the showcase but there's a million ways to view them um there's a really cool uh graphic that uh microsoft put out about you know, 50 some games over the next year from June this year to June next year. So look them up. Uh, final thoughts, man. We got a question from, hey, it's Chad. What the heck do you think's missing? He didn't say what the heck. I'm just paraphrasing him now at this point. What did, uh, What games do you think are missing on the uh, on the showcase? Sean, start us off. What do you what games do you think are missing? Well, of course, we'll, we'll go straight with like Halo information we got yeah. in the co-op campaign. There was nothing. They didn't even breathe anything towards Halo Infinite. They were like, look at this over here. You can get this yeah. really cool DLC for, my, for Flight Simulator. Look, that's Halo. <laughs> yeah, like, like, we did it. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We mentioned Halo, but it's just not the game. Sorry, don't come back. And then ran off. So there's two so. ways to spin this. Um, are they. Did they not mention anything? Because they're like, we ain't got anything, man. We, we we told them what we got. Nothing's changed. We're still not sure when the co-op and the forge thing are going to happen. Blah 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 blah. Um, or uh, do they want to get out of a out of the thing of trotting out the same IPs? Right, like here's Halo in the showcase again. You know, do they want to show that they're that they're bigger than their flagship IP and say, listen, we have these other things too. I don't know. That might be like pie in the sky thinking. Maybe they really just don't have anything for Halo, and if they did, it would be there. But but could you ever imagine Nintendo turning up to, to an <clears> event and being like, "We're not mentioning anything about a Mario game. There, we've got nothing happening with Mario right now. He's just gone. Forget about him." No, I don't know. They do sometimes, but they have so many IPs, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, and I think that's what Microsoft is trying to do here. They're trying to say, "Listen, we have enough IPs." Although there's, you know. A lot of their IPs are missing, so whatever. I'm probably wrong. I'm probably pie in the sky thinking, and it's like, well, no, it's not this at all. It's really just that Halo's in a shit of trouble, and uh, they didn't have anything to show. So, anyways. Um, yeah, so I thought, I had this whole list, and I don't, and I, I oh, Hellblade 2. That was a big one for me. I really thought, and I think Hellblade's in some, in mired in some development trouble, if uh, we have not heard from them yet, that one was a big shock to me. 
I really yeah. thought that they would be here. They're, they're, I believe, still slated for 2022, but I can't imagine they're even 2023 at this point if they didn't get if they if we didn't get anything from them. So definitely, I mean, it's it, it, yeah, it's a worry. So what's happening over at Ninja Theory? Have they kind of stalled somewhere? Are they in like? In issues, are they affected by any of the current events in the world? So yeah, for sure. Um, I'm going to say anything to do with contraband. We are we got a CGI mm. trailer in the 2021 showcase, and then nothing. Yeah, absolutely nothing. Not even like a, a a quick gameplay trailer like they did with Starfield. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's for sure. You know, one thing I wonder about how they're doing this though, uh, and I, I kind of am excited about. It. I hope they keep this up. So, listen, w- am I really interested to know more about contraband? Would I like to? You know, I was kind of wondering maybe it'll come out next year. You know, now we you kind of have an idea, right? Hmm, Hellblade's interesting. Listen, and Microsoft just says, listen, these are the games you're playing between now and then. Maybe they'll throw in a couple of bones. I mean, you'll definitely get some small games on Game Pass for sure, hundred percent. But like, these are the games you're playing between now and June of 2023. So if it's not here and it's a bigger game like Hellblade Two or Contraband or something like that, I'm gonna assume I ain't seeing it because I imagine it would be here. Um, now it'll be interesting to see if that's the case. And I love that kind of cycle. I think that's great if that's what they do. They're like, listen, here's the games between here, 20 next next June. I would love if next June comes down, there's a P3 again or an E3 or a summer of gaming, whatever. And uh, they're like, listen, here you go. Between here and next June, these are the games you're going to be playing. I love that cycle. I mean, that feels great to me. Just let me know. And then I'm like, okay, I don't got to worry about Hellblade. That one's out. Contraband's out. All right. You know, and it just, it really lets you set your expectation of like, all right, this is what Microsoft's got. Love it or leave it, basically. Um, Completely agree. Uh, Everwild was one that I really wanted to see, even though I kind of I'm not shocked we didn't. There's been a lot of lot of chatter about um development kind of not going super well for Rare on that game, but that game really looks like my style of a game, and I just really want to know more about it. But I'm I'm not shocked it's there, but uh, I am a, I am a little surprised. I, I, and I mean I'll just say I'm a little surprised by how many Microsoft Studios. Did not show up because that's what we're that's what we're naming here. We're naming Microsoft yeah. Studios that didn't show up, and that that seems a little crazy to me. Yeah, just just for the people that are listening. So there's, there's 24 studios, and only nine showed up. Yeah, that's fine. You know so, what are you gonna say if you're uh, if you're ever wild and it looks the same as it showed in the last? You know what are you gonna show the same CGI or be like you know show I don't know. So I get it. I, I'd rather. I'd rather you just stay mom if that's where you're at. But uh, well, the thing is that when they started, they were like in the lead up to all this, and all the hype was like, "Oh yeah, every single studio is going to come with something to show you." It's like that's true. They did say that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, well, not so much there, Phil. Not so much, yeah. Mister. <laughs> so yeah, no, you're 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 definitely right about that. Um, now, the, do you have, now do you, I'm sorry, do you have some thing, others? Yeah, yeah. The other thing that I'm shocked we didn't see and. We didn't see in the first showcase. We saw it in the extended showcase. We didn't see any Stalker 2 gameplay 
in the main showcase, which most people will have watched. I can't imagine when, when you say extended showcase, people instantly go treehouse, lots of developer chat, mm. switch off, ID, you know, ID Xbox kind of thing. Um, but they drop this right at the very end of the extended showcase. Um, and the gameplay stuff looked absolutely brilliant. But how harrowing was the... Yeah, it was tough like, to watch. The, pre, the, the prelude to that. Like, you know, the, the developers and the people working on the game saying how they were living through the crisis over in Ukraine. And then some of them were volunteers. You know, they were like... Yeah. Show clip, clips of them with with weapons and stuff they were they were on the front line helping protect the country i was like i was really thinking about it and i think it was done very well at the end of the extended mm-hmm. showcase but i was surprised we didn't see any gameplay footage in the main showcase so. yeah like if you got on twitter and you're like oh my god i sweat stalker's not coming till 2023 i mean you're just a complete another asshole i mean I, <laughs> yeah, not yeah, that no. i saw anybody do that no i didn't see anybody do that but like if you can watch that um and do something like that then yeah um yeah i mean to see animators become you know frontline soldiers uh with with i don't know huge weapons i'm not a I'm not a soldier um but yeah and neither are they but they're doing it because that's what they got to do for their country and it's sad and we said when this thing first started you know that we definitely stand with ukraine we were we it's a war it's uh not a just war as if there ever is one and uh but we stand behind ukraine for sure it was hard. It was it was hard. Yet I felt really, really compelled and lifted by the guys that were doing it. They're still like, look, we're still trying really hard to to mm-hmm. develop this game and get it to you. And at the same time, you know, we're, we're dealing with all this, so it's kind of like, wow. <laughs> and I, compl- yeah. I sometimes complain that my job's hard. So yeah, yeah, man. I mean that that's that's definitely something. Um, any other what's missing for you? Uh, I was shocked we didn't see anything from ID. I thought we were definitely lined up for some mm. kind of doom or, or quake news. And then the other one that kind of really uh, riled me a little bit that we didn't see anything was uh, just seeing as we were looking through um, the coalition. Mm-hmm. Nothing from those. And they didn't show any sager stuff, which I was expecting they would do. Considering that they're working quite closely with Sega's like Super Game Initiative, yeah, yeah. You know, I think Tim might get some more points because I I was shocked we didn't see 007. Um, and Tim had said, you know, this will be an uh, N64 crossover thing with Xbox might show on Nintendo. He might nail that um, because I mean we know we know that it's been. It's been updated with current achievement records. It, 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 I mean, that dropped on Microsoft on accident. So we know it's there. We know it's ready. We know they're holding on to it. And the only thing I can think is their their Nintendo has the right, or they're letting Nintendo, whatever. I don't know how it works. Um, uh, be the one to announce this. So I'm man. I'm I'm. If they don't, if Nintendo doesn't announce it, then I think they built it and it's and they thought they could get out of licensing issues and it's mired in licensing issues. That's what I think. Um, yeah, that's the only other thing I can think of. So, yeah. Um, Sean? Yes? How do I want to ask? How do I want to ask? I'm trying to figure out how to ask this question. What is there, like 53 games? Is that what there was on that chart? 50... 
20 we have a quick look 25 on for 2022 25 for 20 50 games 50 even okay out of 50 games sean how many do you think get pushed to out of their zone so you know 25 for this year how many get pushed to 2023 25 for the first half of 2023 how many get pushed out of that first half of 2023 um i see i see i see i see some of them are really open-ended like halo infinite season three like what's going to happen in that is that going to be the co-op stuff that we want to see or is that going to get pushed again um, mm-hmm. I don't think much from 2022 is going to get pushed. Really? Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I think, okay. That might be fair. I think. I think we're at a point where those games. So, so very quick, Nakara Blade Point. That that game is already made. People are playing that on Steam. It's already done. It's parting across. Mm-hmm. Easy one. Elder Scrolls Online. That's you know that's coming out 21st of June anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, Astos Falls, I think all that kind of stuff. Somerville, Plague Tale, we know we haven't got a date for it by Cat City being pushed. Valhelm mm-hmm. looks pretty much finished. Um, Atomic Heart could be one that might go further back in 2022 by Cat City against 2023. Wow. And what's the other one? Scorn. That's you know that's in October. I can see that maybe being pushed a little bit because that didn't look finished. It was very grey around the edges. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't much depth and feel to that game. So that's maybe one that could be pushed to 2023. Now, if you want to go to 2023 and think what's going to get pushed back even further, um, the teasing a Dead Space remaster, I think that could get pushed back, replaced. Um, replaced has been pushed a couple times already. Yeah, I think it'll probably go again. Um, and Cocoon. So you're because you're again, saying you're saying like five games out of the fifty will get pushed out of their space? Yeah, you are a generous man. Well, I I think they've kind of you you there's you you can't sing COVID anymore because that the, the as as far as COVID goes, that's pretty much we're living with it now. It's, Mm-hmm. It's there, we know about. It. So people are going to work, people are doing, you know, stuff. I'm not saying that people aren't affected by it still because we've got yeah. Lindsay's got a friend whose daughter has now got uh ME and chronic fatigue syndrome because of long COVID. She can't so people are still being affected by it even to this point, but we are managing with it. we you know, everybody's vaccinated who wanted to get vaccinated and you know, there's mm-hmm. precautions in place for still returning to work. So you can't blame that. Some of these games, uh, not knowing where the developers are from, or not knowing where the people that are working on this game are from, are possibly still hindered by the current world events. So that could change anything if this continues to grow, and things like gas and oil become very difficult to run, and you've got power issues to smaller areas of the world where some of these indie developers do do live that then suffer with power outages and things like that could see stuff like that so it's kind of like you're trying to plan for the unexpected Mm -hmm. um but as it goes uh yeah i think a good five out of 15 i think 15 i think 15 of these babies are going to be pushed i uh i hope i'm wrong i'd love to be wrong 
But yeah, I could see 15 of these games getting pushed, especially in the 2023. I, I, as I'm looking through 2022, I agree. They're mostly, they seem pretty solid. I mean, you never know, but they seem, they seem like they're likely to be pretty solid, but 2023 games, I could see, I could see at least 15 of those babies getting pushed into, uh, out of their, out of their June spot. So, but we shall see. Um, all right, Sean, did they do what they needed? Did Microsoft do what they needed to do in this showcase? Um, yeah, they shouldn't have really sat in the summer fest of games because not a lot. We haven't got much to go between now and October. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they, 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 they painted a very good roadmap for the back end of this year first quarter or first half of next year they paint a really good picture for that um they dropped some seriously good games they dropped some seriously good downloaded content for the games that they've already got there's lots of stuff to be excited for i think they catered for a very wide audience of gameplay people have game players um there was stuff that we were hoping for that kind of is missing. So there was no fable, you know, there was nothing from ID. There was yeah, no I didn't, like I that. didn't foresee a fable. I I mean, no, but, yeah. But then I'm more excited about games that come into <clears throat> Xbox and potentially game pass from outside of the Xbox studios than what Xbox and Bethesda are de- mm-hmm. delivering to us. So uh, I'd say a good, a good C minus if you wanted to rate it as a I do. I do. Good job. Thanks. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> what uh that was gonna be my next question. That's what I that's what I rated it on Sunday. Um and rating is hard, just so right? People, just 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 so people know as well, I didn't hear your rating of it. Because obviously I can I, I had to fall off on Sunday completely. Yeah. So I didn't I missed this whole after show chat, which I was really excited about doing the after show stuff. Um so yeah, that's quite interesting that we've both come, both been completely different styles of gamers for completely mm-hmm. different games, um, to both come to the same conclusion. It's quite interesting. Yeah. Now, ratings hard, right? For me, it's a C minus, and and this is what I was gonna say. I said on Sunday it was a C minus. It is for me because it, we are different gamers, but a lot of the games that they released. I mean, eight of those games, Sean, are not our games. We pretty much said the Personas, the Riot games. We're, I'm fairly certain the Riot games are my games. I, I, I should caveat that, that I've never played them, so I should probably give them a try before I just say they're not my games. Um, uh, so, so yeah, I mean, and that's a that's almost twenty percent of the of the whole deal. But what I will say, as an as a Game Pass enthusiast, as a podcaster of of Game Pass news, um. I'd say that this is a B because I oh, think yeah. we have, we, we have a shit ton of content for the next yeah. 18 months. We've got lots, we've got lots that's come in, you know, out of, there was 36 games dropped in that list. And out of those 36, sorry, no, 38 games dropped in the showcase. And out of the 38, there's 36 of them coming to game pass 19 of those are day one releases yeah so there's a lot there is a lot for us to go out mm-hmm. you know we've, we've we have our work cut out for us for the next 12 to 18 months to try and figure out yeah. what on earth we're going to be doing 
But not just on that on that note. You're right, though, on that note as well. Not just on that note, but they've reached out now to Japan with this, you know, uh, Nar- this Naraka game, the Wulong Dynasty, Kojima Studios, Personas. They they know they've got some momentum there. It's not a lot. The bar was low for them there, but they got some, and they don't want to see it die. So they've reached out to to kind of see if they can get a foothold there that they've never been able to get. Um, you got you got the Riot Games, which is a huge swath of online PC gamers. So they're bringing those in. I think I think they have done an amazing job for themselves to see their subscriber number grow quickly. My only thing that I think they failed at, they have a Microsoft Xbox doesn't Microsoft Studios doesn't have games. And though they gave us 50 games this this year, none of them, not none of them, that's not fair. But the the tent pole games don't except for except for Shredders, which just dropped, which but to be honest, that wasn't even one of the ones they announced. Um, they don't start until like October basically. So that's the only thing. I mean, it, it seems by, by their records that the summer is dry, to be honest, uh, from how it looks like. So, yeah, I mean, that might not I be mean, the case, wanna, but that's how it looks. If you want, if you want to look at games that are coming to game pass, that came from elsewhere, you know, street fighter six, you know, that's a pretty mm-hmm. big game to be coming to day game pass, uh, day one routine, uh, Midnight Fight Express, which looked quite fun, and then like you said, Shredders. Shredders got announced in the Summer Game Fest, mm-hmm. like the first showcase. That was a huge drop, and Xbox didn't mention anything about it. Yep, yeah, so. not a thing. So, but I'll stick for me personally. It's still a C minus. It's just uh, there just wasn't. Um, I, I was missing some of the stuff that I wished would have been there. So, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. So I, I'm I'm excited for the Resident Evil stuff um, coming to Xbox. That I got really giddy about the, um, you know, the not just being locked to PlayStation. So mm-hmm. if they if they'd have I don't know if they'd have scored maybe a little bit more of Capcom stuff like that to Game Pass, then yeah, I'd have been excited. If they'd have dropped a big EA collaboration in all this, I'd have been super excited. Now, here's a question I have for you. Um, do you think these Activision games, um, you know, like the Diablo is the modern warfares, do you think when they lock down the acquisition, when that's finally done and over with, which they said they've ahead of, ahead of schedule, but blah, 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 whatever. Um, do you think those will flip the Game Pass? Or do you think they're maybe contractually locked out of that? I think this time around they might be contractually locked out of that. And but, I mean, I don't mean exclusive, by the way. Just to just so you understand, I don't mean exclusively on Game Pass. But do you think do you think they'll flip oh, no, on case, the Game Pass? In that case, in that case, they'll they will come to Game Pass. I think I, so. I'm edging my bets to not buy Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, and I enjoyed the Modern Warfare remastered. I'm going to edge uh-huh. my bets to not buy it. That I'll be having it on Game Pass next year. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that that's gonna. Well, I don't say that's going to hurt him, but uh, it may in the end, uh, a little bit in, in the in the short term. Let me say, um, because now, yeah. I, see, see, I don't think it will. I because that many people will buy Call of Duty, the diehard Call of Duty fans that have had to have the same the, the Call of Duty every time it's come around. I don't think it will hurt them. I don't think. 
because I'm not too bothered about the multiplayer side mm-hmm. of Call of Duty as much anymore, I'm a big fan of the Modern Warfare storyline. I enjoyed the first one. Like, there were some of the best missions and stuff like that, and, and little, like, missions in the remastered version that I'm excited to play the, the campaign. I don't normally play a campaign for a first-person shooter like Call of Duty, so I'm excited to play that. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting Probably. to see. I I am not a Diablo person, but that game interests me. So um, I'm uh, like just the 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 trailer interested me enough that I was like, hmm, I'm, I give that a go on Game Pass. But it's not on Game Pass at the moment. But I think it might be at some point. Yeah. All right, Sean. We are a minute an, a minute and forty. <laughs> we are an hour and forty in uh, already. Do we do we want to just do we want to just call it a day and do our spotlight another next week or what do you what do you want to do, man? Uh, yeah, we can do but we've we've both been like you've been ridiculously busy. You've been the hardest man in the world to get hold of over the last few days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been uh, we're fully been a little crazy. Only, yeah, I fully understand June's a hard time for you. It was the same last year when we were doing this. So um so yeah, we'll we'll hold off on the spotlight, give us a chance to play a few things, give you a chance to, to play shredders and yes. You know, Give some feedback on that after which which you're going to be doing after the podcast. So yep, yep, yep. Um. So now I know I'm quite happy with we've hit a lot. Um. So so for anybody in chat before Sean starts, for anybody in chat, we're gonna slip we're gonna slip over to the stream starting soon after this. I'm gonna change the stream details. Uh, get a drink, go to the bathroom, do stuff, and then I'm gonna start playing shredders. So when I come back, so uh, and then we can take a look at that. Uh, anybody that wants to party up. Uh, let's party up. Let's do it. So, yeah. Um, just very quickly, like I said, I mentioned earlier on. Um, if between now and then there's some stuff that crazy stuff that drops, do keep hitting up the the YouTube channel for Xbox. Um, mm-hmm. that's all I'm doing because I can't remember every date for everything that everything's happening. So I'm kind of relying on sure. Discord, relying a little bit on YouTube, and relying just getting live notifications and stuff for Twitch because I've started following all the different uh, developers studios on Twitch. So Sean relies on all that stuff and I rely on Sean. So see this this really works <laughs> out well. That's how it's that's how it seems to be going. <laughs> Down for that. So I will roll us out if you're uh, happy to go. Let's do it. Cool. So yeah, thanks very much for joining us. Um completely it's been that way it's been a while since i've done the outro it's true (laughs) properly so yeah anyway thanks very much for joining us uh if you want to find us on twitter youtube or twitch just head over there at game pass news gets you to where we are if you want to drop us an email with any questions feel free to do so that's game pass newscast at gmail.com and if you want to join in on the discord uh subscribe to our twitch channel um and then if you don't want to do that head over to patreon.com uh, forward slash Nintendo Dads and subscribe there for as little as dollar a month. That gets you access to our little part, our little patch in their Discord. Um, if you want any gear, so Nick has the clock behind him in the podcast. He's wearing the jumper at the moment. Head over to Redbubble. You can get yourself a sweet bit of Game Pass news merchandise. Um, when it starts to get a bit colder over here, I'm going to get myself one of the uh, the throws. So. <laughs> Nice, I like it. Yeah. So, guys, thanks very much for joining us, and until next time, we shall see you later. Bye.
you later guys